Welcome, everyone, to the Talking Kentucky postgame show. My name is Coleman Scott. His name is Brad Harvey, and the Cats get a huge win over the Mississippi State Bulldogs, winning in Starkville for the first time since 2008 and becoming bowl eligible for the eighth straight year, and that is a school record. So it's a big night. It's a big turnaround for the Kentucky Wildcats, and this was a much-needed win. Uh, and Kentucky went in and kind of dominated the entire game, uh, holding Mississippi State without a touchdown tonight, holding them to only 200-something yards of offense. And it, it was sort of the feel-good win that we needed. And was it all pretty? No. But a win's a win, and we needed a win tonight. And, Brad, I'm excited. Um, and I think Brad just went dark there for a second. Uh, so I don't know if he can hear me right now, um, but uh, he will jump back on when he can. I was about to go. I, I had this great opening monologue, and then I was about to go to Brad, and then he was going to make an opening statement, and then it was going to be perfect. And then as soon as I was going to go to Brad, he disappears off the screen. So I might might just go solo here for a second. Uh, but, you know, if you lost this game, it was not going to be good. Right. If you lose this game and there's Brad, he's back. <laughs> Brad, I was going to go to you. Uh, I had this great opening setup. I was going to say, what do you think, Brad? And then you disappeared. But you're back. And what a win, Brad. So I'll let you give your your two cents now. And you're frozen again. <laughs> well, we played well. Uh, but since Kentucky football play well, that means we're going to have uh, technical difficulty in the Kentucky show. I'll go saying, you know, like this, if you lost this game tonight, um, it would have been four losses in a row. And you would have been coming back home playing Alabama. And that wouldn't have been good. coming off, You don't want to be playing Alabama coming off four losses. And then you would have had to go on the road to South Carolina and to Louisville. And you would probably question, now that Brad's back again, uh, you would probably question if you lose tonight, if you're going to win another game and if you're even going to be bowl eligible at all. So I think this was a huge swing game for the Cats. And now an, an eight and four sort of season, which is what a lot of people were predicting. Um, but before this season started is now back on the table and, and you're feeling good again, Brad. You got me over there. Can you hear me? All right. I don't know if Brad, I, I do. I don't know. I don't know if Brad can hear me right now. This is, um, I'm, I'm going to see, <laughs> this is, this is entertaining. This is, uh, this is late night. Uh, sort of talking Kentucky uh, post game show here, and uh, I'm going to text Brad and see if he can even hear me right now. So maybe maybe we will just like Clyde or something call in, um, and uh, and he can co-host with me. <laughs> um, here I'm texting Brad. Can you hear me on the show? Uh, right now. Um, so we might. <laughs> Josh says he's moving around. At least that's a good sign. Yeah, I feel like like Brad can like he's on the show, but I just don't I don't know if he can hear me. He just texted me back and he said no, he can't hear me. Um, so I I don't know I don't know what's going on there. But uh, in any case, it's a huge win for the Cats, and maybe maybe we can just take a couple calls here uh, first to open up the show. We can, we can just open up the talking Kentucky phone line right off the bat here. And I think it's gonna, I think it's going to work great. So 502-234-1504 gives a shout. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, we'll just go ahead and take a couple calls um, uh, while we're waiting for Brad to get back on here. I think he said, as soon as we came on my computer timed out and shut off. So I think Brad's going to try to get back on here. Uh, but in the meantime, again, let's let's try to take a couple calls on the Talk Kentucky phone line, 502-234-1504. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, hopefully at least our phone lines work tonight. You know, hopefully that gets that gets going here. Um, I'm going to test it out. See, you know, what I usually do is 
iPhone to see if it works, and it does work. Um, so, so, so that's good. Um, so go ahead and give us a shout. Uh, we're getting a call from what I believe is Josh Hart here. So we're going to go ahead and take the call here from, from, from Josh. Is this Josh Hart on the phone? Josh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Hey, what's going on? Awesome. What's up, man? Oh, it's a big win. I'm happy. I mean, I'm, I'm as happy as I can be, I think. What about you? Uh, I'm extremely happy uh, because of Kentucky, because I put several bets on them today, and I hit a six-parlay ticket uh, with DraftKings. I won $854 today. Six? DraftKings. Dude, six uh, parlay. Man, well, you, Brad, yeah. you had a great day. I would say you you should be beyond happy. Yeah, I won uh, like six hundred and fifty four on DraftKings and like two hundred and three on uh, Fanduel, and a couple of them were free bonus bets. So one Fanduel Fanduel was a free bonus bet, and it was a six parlay, and uh, all I needed was Washington minus three at the end, and uh, one for. $154 on that one, but if uh, Rutgers would have held and covered that 19 and Ole Miss would have covered that three, you say they would have won by four, I would have won $1,754. Dang. Jo- Josh is over here killing it, and I think we we may have Brad. Brad, can you hear me? Are you back on here? Okay, we got Brad back. Okay, sweet. Brad is, is back on. We had a rough start. Sometimes, like, Kentucky football has rough starts, but that's okay. So We're back. We were sitting here for a little while. I was yeah, Brad waiting already knows, to start. Brad already knows about my winnings uh, with him earlier. Oh, and yeah. I almost cast it out. I do. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to let it ride. And uh, right at the end, they uh, Washington covered the, the three points and uh, won me some major money today. Dude, that is that is all. Well, Josh, you you've got to be a happy camper at it uh, after today. But uh, what do you think about this win for the Cats? I mean, I I think they played a really as about as well as you could ask tonight. Honestly, is my sort of initial takeaway. I mean, I mean, I'm always happy when we hold anybody to less than ten points. I said thirty-eight ten, and what was the final twenty? I think we it was twenty four to three. Is that correct? Yeah, twenty twenty four to three yeah. is what the final was. So I would uh, like to see a little bit more out of the offense. Uh, I think that one touchdown they did not call. They said he bobbled it. I think that was a touchdown. Uh, yeah, I, I know. I, I sort of did at first, too, but then they started showing the replay more and more, and I saw Dane sort of like it did hit the ground at some point, so I could see where they could call it either way, but Man, and then there was that one that Barian caught, and his foot was clearly out of bounds, but that was also a great catch. And, Josh, I'm just happy to see these sophomore receivers finally catching these deep balls from Devin Leary, and it sort of makes me wonder why or where was this earlier in the year? Why did this happen earlier than that? I just think it's more in sync. They are finally getting on the same page. I think the clock is weak. I think they're going to get it together. players meeting helped the uh, – help the team more than we we know you know i mean i mean larry looks like i mean he looks like a total different person than what he was yeah uh, versus georgia even or even missouri i mean well he looks he looks very comfortable and i mean what really impressed me tonight was his ability to avoid the sack (laughs) i mean i thought there were a couple times where i thought for sure he was going down he was and, and then he just uh, he avoids the pressure and gets out of there and makes some great throws. But I think we're finally seeing out of Devin Leary these little you know accurate in the short game passes that we were hoping to see before the season started, right? And uh, against yeah. these teams like uh, like Missouri and Tennessee and even Georgia, he's, the last two games he's been way more way more. He has, and and I think you're right. Like they they're just more in sync now. Um, the first touchdown pass he had to Demi Sumo Combre, I, I can't pronounce his name, but Demi Sumo Combre, whatever DSK. it is, DSK. There you go, Brad. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say DSK. I think DSK. that's the better option there. Uh, like we say, Big Z or Big O, we'll just yeah. go DSK, Big DSK. Yeah. But in any case, I mean, he put that right in the breadbasket, and then the one he had to Dane Key too. You can't throw that ball any better, and and so that's what I have been hoping to see out of Devin Leary all year. But I guess it 
it, it's better late than never. So, uh, but well, I mean, there is a rumor floating around, of course, that he's going to try to get some kind of a red shirt from NC, where, where he only played four games of NC State, and he could very well come back next year. And I think that would be a positive if he came back, honestly. A lot of people are like, no, it's, he needs to go on. You know, we got um, that other kid coming in next year, Cutter Bowley. But, I mean, really, do you want to put Cutter Bowley out there his first his first season? No, and I, and I think they would definitely have to get somebody in the transfer portal to be the starter next year. But the and there always are people that pop up. But honestly, I don't know who that would be. Um, I, I don't even you know do if, you, if you could get a guy like Leary. And I know he's not had the best. I mean, he's had solid numbers. Why wouldn't you just want him? Okay, he's in the system now. Well, can you imagine what two year two would look like with Cohen? And, yeah. and Larry, I think it would be phenomenal. I think that would be huge because I, I think it would probably be equivalent to what you would expect in year two Will Levis under a year two Liam Cohen. Problem is we had Wrench Scangarello. Um, so, I mean, I haven't heard that, Josh, but I mean, that would be unbelievable if that were to actually happen. Yeah, it, it's floating around. Uh, I think I don't think it's KSR or somewhere else. I saw it. But maybe it's Twitter that he that there's something he played four year four only four games for NC State that year when he got hurt. And um, if that's the case, we get him back. You know, that's, maybe that's another issue. Maybe he wasn't 100 percent healthy. Maybe he was just going out there and, and slinging it and slinging it, slinging it. Finally, you know, he's feeling good. And we have to take that into consideration too. I mean, he did get hurt pretty bad in at NC State, so yeah, I mean, got to give the guy a little bit of a, a break, I guess. We got anything else, Josh? Before we let you go, no, I'm just excited. I'm glad I won some money today. Glad Kentucky played well. Uh, I think we still beat South Carolina next week, and then we got Alabama. So I mean, uh, Larry just needs to keep on improving. We got to run the ball a little bit more. Um, than what we did tonight, uh, um, I thought Davis would have a bigger game than he did, but it's all good. We still came out victorious, and that's all that matters. That's all that matters, especially tonight. And uh, well, yeah, man. Well, thanks for calling in. We appreciate it. All right, thank you, guys. Go cats. Go cats. Brad, welcome to the show. All right, man. So I was waiting, and I my computer timed out and shut down as soon as the show come on. And I was well, like, me? well, that's just um, that's just what happens sometimes. That's part of this. But I'm glad that you're on the show now. I'm glad we got you working. Yeah. So uh, that's that's awesome. So we'll we'll try to take a couple more calls here. Go ahead and do that. Five zero two two three four one five zero four. I'm sure we'll get a quiet hair call. Um, but Brad, big big win. That much needed, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It's a place that Kentucky has struggled for years and years and years to get a win at. Um, even when we've had good teams, we haven't been able to go there and get wins. Yeah, It's been 15 years since we've won there, and the last win we had was a 14-13 to 13 sneaker, like, you know, nail-biter yeah. that we won in, 20, in 2008. Um, that, was my, that was Mike Hartline and Randall Cox. That's yeah. how long ago that's been. That is that's insane. Mike Hartline ran. I mean, I remember being a kid in the stands. Freshman year, I believe. I I remember being in a, in a kid in the stands watching that game. So uh, it, it is amazing. Rich Brooks was the last time yep. uh, that we won down there. Yeah, and we're getting a Claude Hair call here. Claude, what's up, man? Welcome to the show. Hello, hello. What's going on, man? It feels good to be bone eligible for eight straight years, baby. That that's that's huge. I mean that that is huge, and that's what Mark Stoops has been able to do with this program. And uh, yeah, I mean it's a big win for that reason. You break a lot of streaks tonight. I mean you you knock down a lot of doors in Mark Stoops' words, right? You you break this losing streak curse that's in in Starkville, right? And then, uh, and, and then you get this win, uh, so that you are bowl eligible, um, and uh, it's the it's a school record, eight straight years. I mean, that's uh, I, I mean, the tide is sort of turned on what was looking to be a uh, not so great 
the second half of the season. School <laughs> record extension. Right. Seven, seven was the record last year. Um, uh, right. I yeah. couldn't be more pr- Oh, I'm sorry. Was he talking? Yeah, no. Brad was saying that it was it was the school record we hit last year was seven, so it's an extension of the mm-hmm. record to to get to yeah. eight. So yeah, yeah that's yeah. a good point. You know, Larry. Like I'm, I'm, I think Josh is right. I think Larry's back to being himself now. I mean, I can just tell he's moving a little bit more. He's less scared. He's less hesitant than he was. I mean. There was some there was some plays tonight where he almost got sacked and he bounced the dude off him just trying to make a play. I mean, yeah, he it would be an incompletion here and there, but for him to avoid a sack and at least try to get it to the receiver is still good because before he would just take the sack, get back up, and move on. But now he's starting to like try to get people off of him, and it's just. He's finding his groove, and, you know, that's what you want towards the end of the season. You don't want your quarterback to play how he did before. You want him to get his confidence, and you want him to just get going. I feel like he's done that the last two weeks, and I'm very impressed with his play. Yeah, I I am too, man. And on one end, it's like a little frustrating, (laughs) Brad, um, that – that this didn't happen sooner because I feel like if Leary plays like this, we probably yeah, I feel, beat. I feel like in the Georgia game that we had too too much of a conservative approach. Yeah, on the right. Yeah, like we, we no. didn't, they didn't try to air it out and try to do anything against Georgia. They 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 didn't they didn't well and I I feel like the defense obviously played much better tonight now I know Mississippi State is is without a lot of guys and really and they're not great defense really. But but still, you know, you hold them to without a touchdown, right? You hold them to three points, and I, yep. I think that that yep. is uh, that's great because this this defense gave up 122 points the last three games, and that is just like absolutely unacceptable. So I was going to take any any kind of you know anything moving the other direction tonight. Yeah, so that's three looks a little bit better than 122. I mean, I'm, I'm 40 not points. That's not normally a Brad White defense, and. Tonight was a Brad White defense. I mean, yes. you know, even, you know, I was expecting Harrison to get an interception because he's been on the money with that, you know, all season and he's done very well. But for one of our linebackers to get a pick six, pick six, that is huge. And yeah. that's just a big momentum shift there moving forward. And I like, I say I'm with Brad. I think we go eight and four. To end the year, I think Alabama's really the only loss that we have left. But yeah. I think the other two are winnable, Louisville and South Carolina. And I just feel good. I think we'll go 8-4, go to probably the Gator Bowl or somewhere, a bowl game in Florida, and probably win that, go 9-4. And, and you know what? That's just the Stoops way. And, yep. you know, it's just, it's just what it is. And, you know, he just continues to knock down doors, hopefully – he continues to do that, which he will. I mean, he's the best we got. You know, yeah, I was mad at him the beginning. I mean, when we were losing, but then I then I begin to realize all the stuff that he's done for us, and I don't want him to go anywhere. I mean, I love Stoops and everything he's done for us. I'm just forever grateful for it. So I don't want him to go anywhere. I want him to continue to break barriers and do great things for this program, like he's done. Amen, man. No, I. I agree with you. Well, uh, got anything else before we let you go? No, just feel good to be ball eligible, go six and three, and then I think we'll be all right the rest of the three games. I think we'll go two and one. I I would agree with that as well. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, man, thanks for calling in as always. Absolutely, go cats, baby. Go cats. Um, and you know, uh, Mark Stoops, Brad. I mean, he really is. Uh, he really is taking this program to, to heights we never never thought possible. So, um, I mean, absolutely. I mean, we're 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 in a in places that Kentucky football was never ever at before ever. I mean, eight straight years, bowling. Maybe, maybe from forty six to fifty three when Paul Bear Bryant was here. Okay. But yep. that was eighty years ago. Okay. Right. And we <laughs> we used to beg just to get the six wins. And now right. it's like a given. It's like every year we're going to be bowl eligible. And, yeah. you know, I, I heard uh, actually a Tennessee fan 
uh, w- w- was commenting the other day saying every other program in the SEC would love for Kentucky to fire Mark Stoops because yeah. all of a sudden, you know, Kentucky, even, even, even if even if it's a win for the other team, Kentucky's all of a sudden just a pain in the ass game for yeah. every other team. Right. And and uh, and it's going to continue to be that way. Uh, so I, I, I thought that was pretty profound <laughs> that that well, another fan would say that. Yeah. And let me let me let's talk about let me let me talk about Leary for a minute tonight. He was 13 of 22. He had 156 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. OK, he only had nine incompletions. Two of them were in the back of the end zone and the sideline of the end zone that were actually caught that could have been TDs, both of mm-hmm. them. Right? Yep, so absolutely. He, so he likely could have easily had over 200 yards and four TDs. Um, Which would have been a performance like he had against was, Tennessee. There was also another one that was dropped right in the basket that Josh Caddis had down the field, and it hit him right in the hands, and somehow he, he missed that one. Um. So when and and then he got hurt at the end of the third quarter and and didn't take a snap in the fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, do, do, so is he is he hurt hurt or were they just like precautionarily so <laughs> taking him at, out at the end of the game on the post interview? They interviewed Stoops and Alyssa Lane asked him about Leary. And he said that in one of those falls there late in the third quarter or sacks or whatever hits after the, you know, that he took some stuff in the eye, that he got some stuff in his eye. Mm. And it was his eye was, he was, his vision was blurred. And oh, okay. Gotcha. That so was, I guess the eye it was like dirt or grass or something got, got in his eye. He took, Stoop said he got some stuff in his eye and they were working on his eye. Okay, well, that's better than a leg or an ACL. So, I mean, I would think that in a few days that that would clear up and that'll be better. You know, wash right. it out, whatever. I would think that would be okay. <laughs> right. You know, I would yeah. think so. Uh, Josh Hart in the comments here says Tennessee got lucky, a few calls different, and we win that game. It, that's the story every single year. Tennessee gets lucky every single year they play us. If there's going to be a 50-50 call, it's going to go Tennessee's way every single time, and that's why it's so frustrating that we lose to them. Um, if you yeah, want to continue only... to talk about Mark Stoops and the job that he's done here at Kentucky, I, I'm, I'm going to go into something real quick and try to be quick with this, but at the same time, let's look around the SEC and I'm really kind of tired of hearing these fans complain about Stoops all of a sudden, okay? Let's look around the SEC. Let's take a look down at, say, Texas A&M, where they brought in a championship coach named Jimbo Fisher, who has been getting top five and even top class in the country. And last year he missed a bowl, okay? Yeah, had a losing season, went five and seven, and today took his fourth loss of this year. Yep. It's not easy to win in the SEC, people. Nope, it's not. It's not easy to win in the SEC. Let's look at Brian Kelly at LSU. Yep. Okay. Brian Kelly last year. Starts out, he's got all these high hopes, coming from Notre Dame, one of the best coaches in the country. Everybody thinks he's top five or six. He comes in and he loses his first game, Bad, some bad decisions that help lose that game, okay? He did come back and made a little run late in the year, but still wound up losing his last two games and had four losses last year. Today, this year, LSU, who come into the season with hopes of winning the SEC West and going to the college football playoff, took their third. How many losses does Kentucky have? Three. Yep. Took their third loss this year and still have three or four games left to play. Yep. 
and they have Jaden Daniels. They have top five classes. I hear these, these, you know, well, Stoops only gets top 20 classes and top 25 classes. But that makes it even more impressive that he's able to win on this level. Well, I mean, listen, guys, this crap is not easy. Let's look at Lane Kiffin. Okay. Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss every year has started out five and one, six and one, seven and one, and he winds up eight and five. Yep. And he want and or he winds up nine and four if he's lucky. I think part of the reason that we feel so bad is that these three losses came back to back to back. I just want to put this into some perspective for people. I mean, yeah, these people are acting as if Kentucky is somehow Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> and I know, yeah. Walk in and win every game. You know, well, and, and if these three, I'm if these three losses the programs in the country, in the SEC, I'm talking about, Texas yeah, A&M, I'm talking about LSU. I'm talking about Ole Miss. We're talking about three coaches and Lane Kiffin, Brian Kelly and Jimbo Fisher, who are who almost everybody that you ask in this country would put higher than Mark Stoops. And in, in my lifetime, we've only had. A, a, a winning record in the SEC twice. <laughs> so, and we've only gone better than seven and five twice, too. So, I mean, just to put things in perspective, in season, right? Guys, do you know in the regular season, okay, I'm talking about regular season wins. Do you know that the two times that Stoops has done it in the last five years is the only time since 1984 that Kentucky has won more than seven regular season games? Wow. Yeah. And and they did it in 84. They did it in 76 and 77. And outside of that, it hasn't been done since like 1951. Yeah. Yeah. No, and and uh, we still haven't knocked down this door yet, but we haven't beaten Florida and Tennessee in the same season since 1977. Uh, and that's going to happen at some point. <laughs> but, you know, that just goes to show how – how crazy hard this league is. And I don't care who, you know, you know, if you go on the road and hold an opponent to no touchdowns in the sec, that's impressive. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, that's impressive. So, you know, I agree with that. that. That's, I mean, that's what we did tonight. But I just so. want to put this into perspective and I'm trying to help some of these fans because to me, it's almost like some of these fans just want to be miserable. You know <laughs> Got to enjoy I mean? it. Like, yeah, you got you got you're, you're you're looking, it's like they're looking for some kind of misery. I'm telling you guys, it is not easy. If it was easy, a guy like Jimbo Fisher would walk in and 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 be 10 and 1, you know, easily, yeah. every year. Yeah. You know it's what the I mean? SEC. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. it's just it's not easy, guys. We have a great coach who has taken us to risen us to some levels that Kentucky's in this longevity has never even attempted to be to. I mean, Rich Brooks had a good four-year run, okay? Do you know how many times he won eight regular season games? Uh, twice. Zero. Zero. Oh, regular season. Okay, yeah, that would be zero. You're right. Zero, yep. guys. Zero. Yep. It's arguably easier back then. Al Mummy had a good two or three seasons here. Do you know how many times he won eight regular season games? Don't you think the East don't you think the East is more competitive now than it was in the Rich Brooks era? Because I think it probably is. I think it's de- I think it might be harder to win in, in at least in our division. Definitely harder the last you know, three or four years by because 
because Georgia's been in there, and that's yeah. But also, I mean, Tennessee is way better than they have been, right? At least in the two well, I mean, thousands, Missouri's, Missouri's better. Good seasons, yeah, you know, here and there. Um. So yeah, no, absolutely. So no, it's it's a great it's a great win tonight, and you're you're right back. You know, in in theory. You know, you could, you probably won't, but in theory, you could go nine and three and tie the best season of of our lifetime, right? Well, I mean, you defense, could. Now, you, you've talked about the defense, so I don't think next week's game is going to be a good barometer of you know of, of our defense. I'm going to play Bama. Yeah. Bama looked really Jalen, um, Jaden Daniels. Yeah, no, J- Jalen Hurts. No. <laughs> I, it's Jalen's not his name. Milrow. What's his first name? Oh, okay. I don't know, but I know who you're talking about. Milrow. Yeah. Yeah, Milrow. I can't even think his first name right now. Off the top I can't of my either. Head. Anyways, yeah. he looked really great tonight. Jalen. That's what I thought. I said it right. It is okay. Jalen Milrow. Jalen okay. Milrow. That's All right. what I thought it was. All right. Yep. Well, when I, once I said it, I thought, wait a minute. I don't think that sounds right. But anyway, it is. Jalen Milrow. He looked really, really good tonight. Ran all over the field. Ran for four touchdowns, 130, 40, 50 yards. Threw for 220 or 30 yards. Um, and it's his LSU. best game. It was his best game all season. I mean, he balled out. So let's just let's be honest. Next week might not be the best barometer. You want to know what I think is going to be the absolute best barometer on exactly how this season finishes. Louisville and South Carolina and today, South Carolina. Yeah. Today, Spencer Rattler threw for 399 yards. He, he can be good. He's either real good or real bad, depending. Yards. Yeah. And I'm telling you, they're going to try to throw it all over the field. That Leggett or whatever his name is, that receiver had 217 yards and like two or three TDs. He's he's legit, guys. Like that dude's legit. Yeah. And then and then then you finish the season with Louisville and Braun and Plummer. Yep. Yep. Those two games are going to tell just how good this defense is. Yeah. No, it it it, it good certainly, but Josh Hart no, says it's a school record: four TDs by Alabama uh, QBs. A school record. Oh, wow. Gosh. Well, I certainly didn't want them to lose tonight. Alabama. No, I didn't. That wouldn't have been good for us. Yeah, they would be. They Um, would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But um, you know, do you think we have a chance next week? I mean, do you you think that in theory we could play? I'm gonna be honest with you. I did two or three weeks ago. Yeah. But Bama's been looking pretty good lately, guys. Like tonight, they looked really good beating LSU. And LSU's got a heck of an offense. Do you think our defense rises to the occasion, though? I feel like Kentucky football plays to its opponent quite a bit. So I, I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I, I, I was feeling halfway decent about this game two or three weeks ago. I'm not quite so much right now. I'm not either. Alabama's uh, only lost know. one game, right? Haven't they yes. just lost the one game to Texas? To Texas. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and That's Texas true. is really good. So, like, everybody's like, oh, Bama's down just because they and lost Bama one game. Bama only has two SEC games left. Yeah, right. Us and Auburn. That's it. Yep. They're 6-0, I'm pretty sure. Yep. So, I mean, so they're going to the – they're almost certainly going to the championship, right? Have they, they already clinched it? They pretty much locked it up tonight. Yeah. And the reason – the West. The reason why that is – Mississippi's the only other school that has one loss in the in the West, and Alabama already beat Mississippi, so they have right. the tiebreak. So they locked it up pretty much, yeah. Well, technically, if they lost to us, they lost Auburn, to us. If they lose yeah. to us and Auburn, then Ole That's, Miss could win out. But guess who Ole Miss That's plays? That's not going to happen. Week? Who's that? Georgia. Georgia. <laughs> well, again, not going to happen. Yeah, not going to happen. So, so man. the likelihood that Bama wins the West, they pretty much locked it up tonight. How about Missouri, though, today? 
Missouri looked good. They held it within 10 points. So Missouri is having – 10 to 10. They were actually up 13 to 10 in the third quarter. They lose 30 to 21. You know, that's one of those, you know, are you really going to be happy in a loss type deal? Um, you know, that's one of those that you – if you're going to play that well and be that good, you, you have to figure out a way to win that game because now – Georgia's locked up the East. The, the, it's it's pretty much going to be Georgia and Bama in the champion SEC championship game. It's not technically up, but if somehow Ole Miss upset Georgia next week, then Georgia's then you know, you know what I'm saying? Like you know, it's yeah. not technically locked up because everybody's still got at least two games to play, and they they got a two game lead. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, well, crazier things have happened, but yeah, I don't, uh, I don't foresee it being any different in Georgia. Mind you, you think Georgia three peats? You know, I'm not going to bet against them. I'm really not. Yeah. Yeah. But, and speaking of Missouri, I think Missouri's sort of having the season that I thought we would have this year. Missouri is having the season that I think all these Kentucky fans would like to have. Yeah. Yeah. But let's be honest. The two big teams that they have played now, LSU and Georgia. They've lost. They have lost. Yeah. They've lost. But they're winning the games that we should win. You know, like they beat us, but we should beat them. We should be able to consistently beat Missouri, which to be fair, we, we have. Games, the ones that Kentucky fans, the Tennessees and the, you know, and the Georgias and outside the Missouri game. Yeah. The Missouri game is the only one, you know, they, they did beat us, which gives them a small edge because they beat us. You know what I mean? For this season. Mike says, if Bama beats Georgia in the SEC championship, does Georgia and Bama go to the NCAA playoffs or the, the playoff? No. Uh, I, don't I think, think so, Mike. I really yeah. don't this year. I mean, it depends on what happens, okay? You know, Washington is still undefeated. Um, Got Ohio know, State, Oregon, right? Oregon still has one loss. Um, Texas still has the one loss. Um, of course, Michigan and Ohio State, somebody's going to get a loss there because they play each other. Yeah. They'll still just have one loss. You know, I really don't think – I think you're going to see four teams from four different conferences this year. That's the way – You could. Unless we see something crazy and chaos start happening and a couple of teams lose two games all of a sudden. Or, yeah. You know what I mean? Unless yeah. we do see some chaos. Now, if Kentucky was to beat Bama next week, then you know what I mean? I mean, who the yeah. hell knows? <laughs> yeah, right. So uh, <laughs> if anybody else wants to call in, which, I, you know, it, it is getting kind of late here, but we do gain an hour tonight, Brad. We fall back. We fall. It's pretty good. Yeah, so it's only, you know, 1127 Eastern time now. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. Well, and it's only 1027 Central Time right now. But uh, we'll we'll take any calls. Uh, you know, if anybody else wants to call in, 502-234-1504. We'll sort of do a last call for calls here. And Brad, to wrap up, realistically, we've already kind of talked about it, but realistically, what do you think our final record is? I think it's eight and four. I think you probably do too. Um, I do, and then yeah. and, and then what bowl? do you think we, we end up in if you had to pick one right now? You know, I think you called it maybe last week, maybe the Gator Bowl. Hey, if we're eight and four, I, I, I think the Gator Bowl is probably what we're looking at. Yeah, but then so. again, like, you know, you lose to Tennessee, you lose to Missouri. I think there's a chance you can have a pretty good record. You can have an eight and four record and still end up in like a Music City or a Liberty Bowl a worse bowl than you would normally be in with that kind of record. Maybe. So. I mean, it depends on how everything falls. Most of the time, uh, Music City and a Liberty Bowl and stuff is a seven and five team most of the time. Um, 
I'm not yeah. saying for sure, but most of the time that's the case. But the thing is, who's going to be seven and five that are going to go to those bowls from the SEC? You know, I mean, there's a lot of good SEC. South Carolina's out. not. They can't. They're three and six. Yeah, they're not. They're not going. So if we beat them, South Carolina's out. They're they're not they're not getting the bowl. Vandy's obviously out. Arkansas Vandy's is out, out. right? Mm-hmm. Um, um, Mississippi State is four and five now. I'm not sure that they make the bowl. I'm not we'll sure. They, yeah. I don't think they make a bowl this year. Um, Arkansas is three and six. I don't think they make a bowl out of the SEC this year. And they that's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I think we probably would end up going to like a music city yeah, just because of that. But and Clyde Harris says here, if we go to the music city bowl, I will puke. <laughs> I agree. Clyde, like, We've been in the Music City Bowl like 17,000 times. I'm ready to not play in the Music City Bowl anymore. I, I agree with you there, Clyde. Um, that Now, the Outback Bowl, I don't know how likely the Outback Bowl is, but I would love to play in the Outback Bowl. I'd sign me I think up. the Outback Bowl picks either right before or right after the Citrus Bowl. Yeah. They're in that but, line with the Citrus Bowl. Outback Bowl is. I think honestly, I think Missouri probably ends up in the Citrus Bowl. To be honest with you, um, at this rate, yeah, Georgia's probably- going to the playoff. Um, or well, Bama will probably go to could be LSU. Bowl. It could be LSU right now. It could be. It, it could be LSU. You're you're very right. But then Missouri would fall into like an Outback Bowl. And that would push us down to the Gator Bowl, but Tennessee probably goes to the Gator Bowl. The loser of Georgia, Alabama is probably going to the Sugar Bowl. Yeah. Yep. I I, I could see that. Yeah. I I hate, I hate to say it, but I feel like we'll probably end up Music City or Liberty. Gator is possible, but I think it'll probably be one of those three. It's also possible we end up in like Texas Bowl. Well, the Cotton Bowl's in there, too. I don't think we go to the Cotton they, Bowl. They usually pick an SEC West team that's up there. So that would be like LSU or or Mississippi. Yeah. That would be like LSU or Mississippi. Um, the Cheez-It Bowl, that's another one. Like, there's a, there's all kinds of stuff. The Duke's Mayo Bowl, you know. The Cotton but Bowl doesn't pick an SEC East team. That's the reason yeah. why Kentucky never plays in it. Yeah, I wish the Rose Bowl picked an SEC team because I would I would love if Kentucky well, played in the, in the future, Rose Bowl. It won't be Pac-12 no more. Well, that's a good point. Yeah, Pac <laughs> Pac-12 has gone bye bye. Won't be Pac-12 no more. Yeah, so that that's that's true. That's an option. Um, so we should we start calling them Tupac Tupac Tupac. Tupac conference. The Tupac. The Tupac. <laughs> yeah, that's a good that's a good name. I like that. Um, but uh, well, any, any of the takeaways you got from the game? I mean, I think it's really it's just like I saw what I wanted to see tonight. Um, you know, uh, and, and and we just needed to win. That's really all I cared about. To be honest with you, is that we some won cleanups. And I, I'm gonna I'm gonna poke a few holes in some stuff here. I didn't think that we ran the ball all that great. We did not offensive line like get much push against mm-hmm. this uh, Mississippi State defensive line, which I didn't think was a very good look. To be honest with you, I think Ray yeah. Davis wound up with around 80 yards, but I mean, you know, um, we, we really, for the most of the game, didn't look good running the ball. Another beef that I have on the offense tonight, what is the deal with us snapping the damn ball? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. It it goes back to that thing. Tick, tick, they're up doing this and calling like tick, tick. Like it's two, one, snap the damn ball. It, and, doing? Yeah, it goes back to like we feel like undisciplined or unfocused. And it, it's like, man, that's so fixable. It's like, why can't we like just do the little time things? After time, after time, I was counting. 
I bet you tonight, I bet you there was eight or ten plays that we literally either got a flag on it, called a timeout, or snapped the ball at zero. Josh Hart is too slow still. I think, um, you know, we actually did run some tempo tonight, which I think that's when Leary's at his best. The first or Um, second drive we did after that, I'm telling you, it's the most monotonous. I mean, it's just like tick, tick, tick. The whole game, I'm watching the play clock because they literally take one time, they come up to the line, and I promise you, they got they started to get set with 12 or 13 seconds. And yeah. I'll be damned if they didn't get a delay a game on the play. Do you think that Stoops like like telling Cohen, like, I want you to run the clock all the way down each time? Like, I want to win the time of possession. Because that's the other thing. We we aren't even like winning the time of possession in these games. And we're like we're we're the slowest team in the country, and we're still not winning the time of possession. It's it's unreal on some of these things. Yeah. Snap the damn ball! Why do you? I mean, I don't understand. You know, he's he's in the he's in the shotgun. He's snap. You know, and they don't do nothing. And they it's like they're trying to draw people off or whatever. But I mean, yeah. you can do that when there's eight seconds on the clock. You can't do that when there's two. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't snap the damn ball. Seriously, I don't get that Josh at Hart. all. So Josh Hart says, uh, "What what was our uh, penalty yards tonight?" I, um, I don't know. I need to look that up. Yeah, I was going to see if you knew, Brad, but uh, I'm looking that up now. Being the the box score, I think, or the team stats. Um, so that was one uh, of my pick, my pick aparts tonight, and and then um, I thought. The 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 one drive that we gave up to them was absolutely ridiculous. It, they yeah, had a it was. 12-minute and 29-second drive that went 88 yards and was 20 plays in one drive. Uh, 20 plays. Yeah. That means they only went 88 yards. That means they only averaged 4.8 yards per play, and they dink and dunk and run two and four and, and you know, yards here and there. And that one drive, you talk about not winning the time of possession. Lord, we, had, we probably had four possessions that didn't equal their 12 minutes and 29 seconds of that mm-hmm. one drive. And uh, pe- people are saying, uh, you know, they only got three points out of it down here in the comments, which is very true. They uh, did, and I will give them credit, the bend to bon- don't break crap that they got down to, you know. and, and get Dude, I hate points. it. I hate it. But I guess it works, but I hate it. It's so frustrating. But it's the Lord, most frustrating most thing. drive in the first yeah. half was killing me, y'all. Like, and killing bending, me. Bending a little too much there. Um, but, uh, we had six penalties for 45 yards. Uh, they had nine penalties for 68 yards. I bet you so. Two or three of those were delay of games. Yep. I'm sure. I'm sure they were, but how about, how about that pick six, the Eric Jackson? Pretty play, um, you know, great defensive play. That was, I, love that. I mean, the defense played good outside of that one drive. I mean, honestly, that one drive is the only one that really, I mean, I was just like, what the crap? Why can't we? you know, get them off the field a little bit here on that one drive. But outside of that, I mean, we played good. Um, Claude says if we go to the Music City Bowl, I'm blaming you, Coleman. That's fine. You can blame me. If we go to the Music City Bowl, you can – I'll absolutely take the blame for that. If we go to the Music City Bowl, guys, just so you know, I might be buying tickets. That's fine. (laughs) That's fine. We can – we can go. Uh, we can go there. You can take Talking Kentucky on the road. Uh, yeah, I might be buying tickets. That's all I'm saying. That'd be that'd be good. When is in the Music City Bowl usually like on New Year's Eve or something like that? It's either it's usually either New Year's Eve or the thirtieth. It depends on how it falls most of the time. Yeah. You don't think we have a situation where Leary doesn't play in the bowl game like we had last year, right? Because he's not going to be like a 
big time NFL prospect like Levis. I mean, so, I think it's going to depend on his on his health a whole lot. Yeah. I mean, if he gets dinged up and you know and and needs to not look like crap in the bowl game because he's not healthy. And I think that's what happened to Levis last year. Levis would have played. Yeah. But guys, but how about how about Will? I know we Levis talked. Had bro- Levis had broken fingers last year. Levis had yep. had displaced shoulders that he played with last year. I mean, he had some real injuries last year. Well, we and we played. talked last week. We talked last week about you wanting to go down to see him debut. Uh, how about Levis? Man, it would have been it would have been great if we had Man, beat Tennessee. Four TDs. I've been telling everybody for two years this dude's the real deal. And it would have been I it would have been great moment. if we had beaten Tennessee and then that happened the next day. That would have been the biggest like in your face to Tennessee ever. Um, he but has, uh, he just has those intangibles that you can't does. Coach, that you can't coach guys. And yep. you can pick apart whatever you want to, but the dude has the tenacity, the toughness, the attitude, the 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 you know, he, he shows up to work every day. You know, not many rookies in their very first game can control the line and do the and do the play calls and, and pick up blitzes and He's in there. Oh, he's I mean, a leader. Yeah. I mean, in his very first start, he has the intangibles. And I've been telling people this that want to pick him apart. And if you look even this past week in his second game, his very first road game, okay, he was at Pittsburgh. And they are doing their, their like, song okay where the, where the whole crowd is singing throw, waving their towels doing all this levis stands in his end zone and throws a 22 yard laser when the crowd is going nuts in his very first road start yeah he has he just has that it that you cannot teach. He does. He he absolutely does. Um, and uh, it, it's just great to see. I, I'm excited that uh, I'm really happy for that kid. So I'm I'm excited, and I hope he uh, kind of stays stays on that path, and that uh, they stick with him, and they don't go back to Ryan Tannehill. So. I truly expect them to have their quarterback for the next ten years. I hope so. I, I hey, I'd get a Will Levis jersey. I'd get a Titans jersey. That'd be great. But uh, I'm gonna get one that looks like the Houston Oilers, just so everybody get mad about it. Oh yeah, I know. I I love, dude. Those were those were nice. I love those. I love those. Um, but uh, hey, Ole Miss. Speaking of Ole Miss and that powder blue that that the the Levis uh, jersey was the Oilers. They jersey wore it today. About. They looked good in that powder. They blue. they they looked real good, but they. I mean, they barely won, though. They, I mean, they barely beat AM. I like the uniforms, the way they look. I, I do love Ole Miss's uniforms, that's for sure. I, yeah. I, I do kind of like – last year I made fun of them for wearing those real tree helmets, but I actually liked them this year. I think they, I think they look pretty cool, actually. Um, yeah, I, I like Ole Miss's uniforms and stuff, their, their colors and their combos that they do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I, I do, too. But uh, Hey, they're still in it, and they play Georgia next week. So, I mean, good. where is that? Is that in Athens? I have to look it up, Coleman. I, I, I feel I like Georgia gets every big game in Athens. I feel like Georgia gets away with getting every big game at home. But, uh, um, but you know, guys, we'll we'll start to kind of wrap it up here. Don't forget to set your clocks back tonight. Um, but uh, you know, the Cats get the win. Um, and uh, it's huge, and especially the defense. You know, the 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 defense coming back and and having a good game after uh, what was sort of a cattywampus of the last three games. Uh, coming back tonight, being able to play like they did, uh, what was really encouraging. So, Brad, you got anything to add before we uh, get out of here? No, man, it's just really good to get a win and a place. I mean, we all talked about it from the very start of the season. 
that, you know, we never win in Starkville. Most all of us was scared of this game. Most all of us thought that we might not be able to go there and get a win no matter what uh, Mississippi State looked like. So, you know, to go down there in a tough place that for us to play and get a road win, especially when our home schedule is, you know, Missouri, Tennessee, and Alabama. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, yep. You know, so it's it's imperative to get some road wins this it year. Is. Same thing with the South Carolina game coming up and stuff like that. It's imperative, you know, that, that we get some road wins against some teams that haven't looked so great this year. You know, yep. you know, South Carolina's three and six right now. We've got to be able to go there and get a and get a road win. How great would it be if we go into Louisville when they have this great record and we still beat the crap out of them? And again, Louisville is a road win. You know, we, we got to yes, go on is. the road. We got to go on the road and go to the whatever they're calling their stadium, the Papa John's, or whatever it's called. This, I don't even Heart, know what it's yeah, called. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, ceiling. Um, whatever it's called this week, I'm not sure. Yeah, right. I don't even know what it's called anymore. Well, let's go win there, regardless of what it's called. And Brad, we want Bama. Is that what we're saying? We want Bama. Oh my gosh. I don't know if I can say that or not. <laughs> yeah, we'll become a meme if we say that. In basketball. Quick, in basketball. Yeah, in basketball, we definitely want. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Last year we didn't we didn't we, want no we Bama. Still Kentucky. We've got we've got to at least carry that, you know, that confidence. Yeah. You know, uh, Robert says, is Leary hurt? No, I don't think so. I think it was, according to Mark Stoops, is just something in his eye. So hope, hopefully he's not actually hurt. Mark Stoops said he had something in his eye from the, from the dirt, you know, from the ground, from the dirt. I, but I don't know if they, you know, how true that is. But that was, Alyssa Lang asked him the question after the game. Yeah. And that was his reply. Yeah. So, um, well, it's a good win for the Cats. They're bowl eligible. They're six and three. They win in Starkville for the first time since 2008, and uh, all is right in the world for the Cats tonight. So, uh, Brad, you got anything to add? That's it, guys. Go Big Blue. Go Cats. Go follow Talking Kentucky and College Sportscast. College Sportscast. I got, I'm on YouTube and, and Facebook and all those good places, so we can – you can look me up on Spotify and Apple and all that kind of stuff too, but uh, I'd appreciate it. And Colvin, it's always great to be on with you and do these shows and look forward to it. Looking forward to basketball starting. I'll throw that in there to end yep. this. Um, you know, so I'm looking forward to basketball starting. There's some rumors that Bradshaw might be ready in 10 Ooh. to 14 days. Let's go. Yeah. Well, there's, there's there's a lot of rumors, that's for sure. Yeah. There's some rumors about Leary, too, about applying for a medical red shirt. Now, yep. the NCAA's got to approve it, and I don't know if that's true or not, you know, if, it, right. if it'll happen or not. Yep. But, um, <clears throat> so, you know, there's some rumors on, on Bradshaw. There's an outside hope 10 days from now that he'll be ready for the Kansas game. Yep. I kind of doubt it. I kind of doubt that he'll throw Bradshaw to the Wolves the very first game. Even if he is ready, I kind of doubt he'll throw him to the Wolves against against Kansas. But he is a five-star kid, and maybe that's what he wants. I don't know. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, yeah, can't hide you, as he says. At Kentucky, I can't hide you. So, you know, maybe so. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, we'll it's go. all happening pretty quick. Kentucky plays basketball. Opening game is Monday night. November. New Mexico. New Mexico. Yeah. Yep. Go Cats. Well, at least we won't be like Louisville and lose to Kentucky Wesleyan. Yeah. Los Lobos. Yeah, Los Lobos. Well, um, <laughs> well, for Coleman Scott and for Brad Harvey, this has been the Talking Kentucky Post Game Show, and we'll see you all next time. Go follow us on all the things, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, uh, the Twitter, the Spotify, the Apple podcast, all, all the things. And uh, thank you very much. And uh, go cats, go big blue, beat Bama. We want Bama. Go big blue.